You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all. Jewelry that makes you feel like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay authenticity guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hell, I suck at dating. With Dean Unglert and Jared Haven, an iHeartRadio podcast. All right, welcome to Help, I Suck at Dating, a brand new episode in 2022. This is our second, third of the year. I'm losing track of time. I'm about to have a kid, so that's pretty excusable. I'm Jared, joined by Dean Ungler, who's currently recording in some car. I don't know if it, if it's his own, but the mic is looking like it's hanging on by a thread. Just like my life. Everything's hanging on by a thread, but hanging on nonetheless. And what are you doing? Where are you and what are you doing? Well, you guys, uh, I was very close to calling in sick for this podcast today. It's the best powder day of the season at Bridger Bowl in Bozeman, Montana. So I'm taking an hour break to record my favorite podcast in the world. That's because he's a trooper, and we're joined by a very, 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 very special guest who's been on the podcast before, I'm pretty sure, and yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm going to absolutely butcher your last name, Angela, to which I apologize, but here we go. Angela Esmeskua. No, Jared. I feel like last time I was on the podcast, we went over this, but it's fine. It's been a minute. It's Amasqua. A mascot, which is so much prettier than the way I said it. I am so bad at names. It's embarrassing, honestly. I'm embarrassed by how bad I pronounce names. Anyway, Angela, how are you? Welcome back to the podcast. How's things? Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, Things are great. Life is very different since the last time that I was on the podcast. Um, I'm now in a different country, so that's a big deal. I know. You're dating a Canadian. I am. I'm dating a Canadian. So I'm I've been in Toronto since October. Just, you know, seeing seeing how the weather is up here. I'm sure it's shitty. Have immigration <laughs> services is. come for you yet? No, because I'm oh. allowed to be here for six months. Okay. So we're just, you know, I'm figuring it out as I go. I've been talking to Astrid a lot about advice because she was kind of in the same boat when she came yeah. up here to be with Kevin. So I'm keeping it. I'm keeping things legal, you guys. So come, That's come good. mid, come mid April. You got to get back into the U.S. before you get gotta, deported back. I got to figure it out. Yeah, or I've got to file some paperwork. I'm not really sure. Honestly, I'm just trying to get through 
the Christmas and the New Year's, and I was like, I'll figure it out later. Well, what? So <laughs> what happens we, if you get married? Oh yeah, is that um, a loophole? I don't know. Not to I'm put not pressure sure. on you, but yeah, no, that's not going to happen. I don't know. <laughs> can can you not right now? The, for the listeners out there that are um, unaware of your current relationship, because people have like you were on a bachelor show in Canada, right? So. I, I don't think that maybe a lot of the American audience had seen it. So can you like walk us through everything? Because I, I knew a little bit because I know Alex was on the show. So he like filled me in and I watched yeah. a couple episodes. And honestly, I loved it. I thought it was so much better <laughs> than the American Paradise. Um, but for those that haven't seen it, fill us in on what we missed. Yeah. Um, so I got asked to do Bachelor in Paradise Canada and I really wasn't going to do it. I feel like after last time, I was just like, all right, I'm done with the love dating reality shows. Um, but long story short, I just had a meeting with the showrunners and they convinced me like the can, like Canadian version is way different. Like our viewers want to see love up here. We don't want to see like all drama and this and this. And I was like, you guys know me. I'm always that person. So I was like, Ooh, okay. And they really asked, you know, what am I looking for? Like physically. And, but more importantly, like personality wise, like, I just felt like they really cared to see like, you know, to, to make it work for me. And um, so obviously I ended up doing it and I'm really glad I did because I met my boyfriend on the show who is mm -hmm. Canadian um, and he had never done a bachelor show before, which I loved. Oh, So yeah, so um, that was fun. And we've been together since June and I've been not, you know, technically living up here like right. officially, but I've been, you know, checking it out. So Extended uh, vacay. Yeah, we live together. Um, so it's been fun. Well, so for for the American Bachelor in Paradise, especially, you have to be a former contestant, probably with like a few exceptions. So how did how did he get on the show? So he got um, it's funny. So he also models as well. Uh, and so he his agency got like a casting call and he had watched the show before and always kind of like made fun of it. Like, you know how guys are when they watch the show. Girls do it, too. Oh, yeah. And uh, and he was just like, let me just try it out. And, uh, you know, the rest is history. I used nice. to crap on the show constantly. And now yeah. here I am in a coffee shop that literally has bachelor <laughs> that literally has a nice coffee called here for the wrong reasons. So, Stop. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Come on now. Of course. And then we have another coffee. It's called uh, my favorite is uh, take a moment. Say your goodbyes. That's oh my, my gosh, favorite. That's amazing. Uh, do people actually, when they're ordering at the desk, do they go, "Hey, can I get two? Uh, take your moment. Take a moment and say your goodbyes, please." Uh, uh, large. A thousand percent. Really? Like, what I'm type sure of, they, what, they're videoing it too, probably. Yeah. They're saying it. They love every second of it. Are you kidding me? It's the rose ceremony, trip to paradise, uh, and then especially if you're a fan and I'm the one serving you, you yeah. know. So it's like, oh, what type Aww. of milk would you like? And they're like, ah. Oh. <laughs> If I just wanted it's like fun. a regular black coffee, what would that be called? Black coffee. <laughs> Basic. Basic. Okay. Um, so I wanted to ask you, what do you think is the, Angela, what was the biggest difference between the Canadian version and the American version? Because I actually, I did Bachelor in Paradise Australia a few mm. years ago before Ashley and I got together. And it was wildly different. Like, oh. you know how the American version, you're never off camera. You're always, if, if something is happening, you are mic'd up, you're on camera. That was not the case at all down under. It was, you'd stroll, I'd wake up at 10 in the morning, stroll down to breakfast. We'd sit down with the entire cast and crew, eat breakfast, talk about everything that happened the night before, 
Then around 12, (laughs) 1 o'clock, they'd finally mic us up, put us on camera, and be like, okay, yeah, kind of recap what happened. And it's like, dude, you missed all the great juicy conversations already. I guess we'll try to give you something. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I didn't know you did Bachelor in Paradise Australia. That's fun. It was fun. I went, uh, I was there for two weeks, did not kiss anybody. Quite pathetic. I know. I don't know how I made it as far as I did, but (laughs) it actually, it was at the time, um, not, it was, it's a long story. Anyway, I, this is about you, not me. What was the biggest difference for you between the Canadian version and the American version? Um, I would pretty much say exactly what you just said in the fact that I felt like filming the Canadian version was extremely more laid back. Um, And I also felt like producers weren't as like as involved as they are in the US. Uh, You have a producer, but they're not like, you know, in your ear, constantly, constantly like they are in the US. But I would say mostly like we got to go back to what we had cabins. We got to go back to our cabins like after filming in the evening. And I mean, we would honestly, we would film kind of late, but not nearly as late as in Mexico. But um, there's no mics in the cabin. There's no cameras in the cabin. You wake up, you are on a time schedule in the morning, but it's so much more relaxed in the fact that you have time to decompress as a human. You know, you're going through all this like emotional turmoil and we all know how that goes. And in the US, you literally never get a moment to yourself unless you're in the shower but i felt like even in the shower there was a camera up on the wall somehow peeking in invading so yeah so i feel like it was so nice and easier to keep almost like a level head because you did have that moment to just go back and like i had two roommates and we just like you know had girl time and chit chatted and it was great and you just felt like you could just have a moment you know so i would say it was much much more relaxed i really enjoyed it and i i also loved the fact that it wasn't so much like producers all the time i mean there's still some producing you know obviously but it's it wasn't as like intense i guess i for one mm-hmm. would way rather sleep in a cabin in the woods than a, a <laughs> yeah. villa on the beach i i, <laughs> I know dean I, actually yeah so that's I your vibe sounds right up dean's alley. as you're in overalls right now i love it hey, ski hey, overalls. Hey. Ski don't overalls. bring the overalls into this okay <laughs> leave the overalls out of it um so you you left with brendan is his name right mm-hmm. so tell us a little about him how did you guys like at what point did you guys knew know that you guys were going to like end the show together, leave together, um, and then ultimately be boyfriend and girlfriend? Because I watched a few episodes in the middle. I saw um, oh, like Alex Alex's shining moments. I didn't see my, I didn't see all of it. So just like, at what point were you like, "Yep, this is my guy"? And then like, how the, how did it all unfold? Yeah, well, we had. Um, it was really funny because I would say from like from the moment Brendan and I met, it was just this like thing, and everybody could tell we were just like. I think what the first time that we were, were talking, we were talking so long that producers had to be like, guys, go like mingle, like the new people mm. came, and so um, we've always just had this like magnetism. I mean, we didn't have the easiest road, I would say, whenever we were filming. We. Um, you know, he was a little bit wishy-washy and then I went on a date with somebody else Ooh. and then he, yeah. And then, then we were like, you know, pretty much good. And then towards the end, he ended up going on a date with somebody else. And I was like, mm. so we always, we always were kind of like, mm. but then at the very end, we were like the stable couple and everybody else was just falling apart. And so we were like, oh, this is nice. Yeah. <laughs> and so we actually ended up being the only couple that left like together as like boyfriend and girlfriend and From like nobody else show? was together. Yeah. Like nobody was together at all. What? I didn't know that. That's, that's crazy. Congratulations. Well, thanks. 
I definitely think there's a lot, a, a bigger benefit to having like that turmoil, for lack of a better word, in the very beginning. Mm -hmm. Like maybe 100%. over the first like week or two, then you know, like going steady right out of the gates and like fully diving on this one person. Because like you guys had the option to date other people and then like also like see how you react when they go on a date with another, another person. And like mm -hmm. as you, it seemed like you alluded to, like you got a little like not upset, but like maybe a little jealous or territorial. And you're like, wow, I actually really do like this guy. Um, and then that kind of like sets the, the precedent for it later on. So, I mean, I think that's definitely the method to success out there. Yeah. Well, and it also helped because then it's like, we were used to having like uncomfortable conversations and like listening to each other. And it was like, okay, we, we can get through this and here. So like, we felt like we could, you know, accomplish and get over hurdles in the real world too. Cause we were already kind of so good at communicating and like about issues or just concerns or, or anything. So we were just like, okay, this, you know, this helped us grow, even though it sucked in the moment and helped us grow. So, mm -hmm. and everybody who goes through a long distance relationship has to uh, come to the moment where you decide who's going to move where. So how did you decide that you were going to go up to Canada rather than him come to the States? Yeah, well, so we actually kind of both moved, I guess, and put that in air quotes because so he grew up outside of Toronto and then moved to Edmonton, which is in like Western Alberta, Canada. Oh yeah, and I know so, Edmonton to Oilers. Oh do you? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 uh -huh. yeah. And so um he's lived there for the past couple of years. And I obviously was in South Carolina for like nine years. And um we just kind of decided like Toronto was like the middle point like meeting point for both of us because we both were like okay like there's the industry is up there we're both in that industry like it just made sense um so we both kind of you know made a made a bit of a, a move I said yeah, that yeah. that's perfect i think that's definitely also the recipe to success mm -hmm. you got it all figured out um you mentioned communication earlier i got one question for you you're the only yes. couple to have left bachelor in paradise canada together was there any conversation around leaving engaged so yeah, I mean, we had a, we had like our fantasy suite date, um, you know, and we had our time to kind of talk and we both knew that like, okay, we're not ready to get engaged. So going into that last like final row ceremony, I knew and he knew like we weren't getting engaged. Um, I just take engagement really seriously. Like I, that's something. Well, I as you well should. Yeah, well, I know, but most some people on this show don't mm -hmm. take it as seriously. Well, of course they don't. <laughs> I agree. So, you know, I, for me, so many names are jumping been... to my head right now. I wish I had the balls to say it. Come on, grow a pair, We're all Jared. thinking certain couples. We're like, you guys got engaged. Are you out of your mind? Yeah. But, you know, I just, I think it's like, that's a moment that I've looked forward to my entire life. I'm that, I'm like that girl, you know, I'm sure Ashley was the same, you know, she's, oh, I feel like yeah. Ashley and I are very similar. We're both like, you know, girly girls and we're romantic, like romantic people. And so oh, a thousand percent. I wanted to make sure that like, you know, this would be forever if it's going to be an engagement. And we both want to just make sure like, you know, we are making the right decision. And I think we feel like we did. Feel free to uh, plead the fifth on this one, but obviously we know that you dated Clay for a little bit. Was there any uh, like outreach from him towards you about being on the show or anything like that? Not directly towards me, no. I haven't talked to uh -oh. him in a long time. But it sounds like there was something more indirect, yeah, I guess. Was, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm, just, I'm curious. I don't know. We don't, we don't talk about it. <laughs> okay, okay. She's pleading the fifth. You can plead the fifth on this one. I will never forget the moment that you walked no. down the aisle at Chris and Crystal's <laughs> wedding. That was the best moment ever I, because it was, he was down in paradise and then you looked stunning and then you were walking down the aisle and you had this, like one of your eyebrows was raised and your 
kind of doing a look as if like but I would I, kill. But I thought anybody. I heard you say something like you weren't actually like that wasn't uh, a unintentional and b you weren't even looking in his direction or something like that. As no. That's what I heard. No, we weren't. I, we talked about this on the podcast last time. I said, right, that's I what it was. I was like, I know it's up yeah, here somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I swear to you, like I didn't do that on purpose, and I, and this is the reasoning is because remember I'm a model, so like you put me on a runway or like a straight thing, I go into right. autopilot, and I'm like, yes, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh no, a hundred percent, I believe that, but I don't care because in my mind, in my fantasy, <laughs> that is why you made the look, and it made my life, and it, you know honestly, what? it was what made it was Ashley thought she was literally like hitting me in the shoulder like oh my god this is awesome this is what i live for so. oh my god you know what that's fine jared i i will give that to you that is for you I that is it. what happened she'll let you I think like whatever it. you want to think and for the record you put me on a runway with the paris four inch stilettos i'm gonna do the exact same thing so right? more I power to you pay anything to say that <laughs> uh, I mean, honestly, I'd probably do it for free. Anyways, we're going to take one quick break and we're going to jump into our hot topic dating headlines that just get Jared's blood pumping. So stay through the break. We'll be right back. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all. Jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, well, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts, but not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes... I guess identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations 
questions that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already yeah. see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Help I Suck at Dating. We, of course, have some hot topics. Angela is sticking around with us. Uh, the first hot topic I, I I have to talk about because it's literally everywhere. People are obsessed with this story. And I'm curious if, Dean, you have any thoughts. And Angela, if you have any sure investment in this. Anna Kendrick and Bill Hader have been secretly dating for more than a year, and it mm. just came out now. Anna Kendrick is 36 years old. Bill Hader's 43. Obviously, they're both very, you know, she's known for Pitch Perfect. He's known for SNL and Barry, if anybody's seen that show. They're both very likable people, and now people are freaking out that they're together. So my question to both of you, are you guys freaking out too? I'm freaking out. Is this out. a thing? Um, well, before, before we, before we get into this, I just want to say, Angela, thanks for the, thanks for the laugh at my, I'm drinking a beer right now, you guys. Oh, and yeah. I think, I think Angela's just laughing at me drinking a beer. I'm skiing. Okay. I'm allowed to drink a beer. Anyway. You have a day. Got, it's I'm only going to make myself. this podcast more compelling with the more beers he has. <laughs> right? You, you want to know what too? I went to the restaurant right before coming to the podcast and I got myself two beers. So when this beer is empty, I got another one right in the back to, to All right. We're going to ask up. Dean all the juicy questions. That's yeah. 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 No shit. That's. <laughs> I, I refuse to plead the fifth. Um, I love Bill Hader. I like Anna Kendrick. I don't really know her that well. I was never a Pitch Perfect fan. But she also was in Frozen, right? She was um, Elsa's sister. Or am I, is, am I wrong? <laughs> no, no you're wrong. Oh, no, okay. that was Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell. That's what I'm saying. Ah. Kristen Bell's sister in the movie was Anna Kendrick. I could I could be very wrong, but I'm pretty sure I'm right. But um, no, I love Bill Hader. That's pretty cool that they were able to keep it secret for a while. I think that's like... Uh, that just like shows that they're a they're serious about it and b they don't want like unnecessary attention, which I just respect the crap out of. Yeah, no, I uh, I just saw that yesterday and I was kind of surprised. I'm I like both of them, but I'm again like I'm not super fans of them. I actually we just saw um Bill Hader. I don't know why we just turned on Pineapple Express. Have you guys seen that movie? Yeah. Oh yeah. With James Franco. Yeah, I was like, oh, I haven't seen this forever, and so we just turned it on. I forgot he was in the beginning of that movie. So funny. I don't um, remember him in that movie. Yeah, it's, it's, I'll tell you about it afterwards, but it's so... It's so <laughs> no, funny. tell us now. I have to remember so, now. It's well, going to eat me like the guy, the guy is... Uh, it's at the beginning. It's like back set in like 19, like 30s when they're trying to decide if weed is like legal or illegal. And Bill Hader is like... Or Hader, yes. Yeah, the test subject. And he's That's just funny. in this room like smoking and they're asking him all these questions and he's like just doing all this funny stuff. I love and, it. Yeah, and then they end up, and then they end up killing him, so... <laughs> Sounds about right. Dude, I love Bill Hader. I used to love Bill Hader on SNL. He was one of my favorite actors, honestly, because he always broke character. I love that he always laughed. And then if you guys remember on, uh, what is it, Weekend Report, the one that the two guys do, they're like a news station, but it was uh, Stefan. If you guys remember his, his, his character there, Stefan would always have the new hotspots in New York. Anyway. Nobody remembers this. Obviously, I'm alone on this one. But if you remember it out there, help I suck at dating uh, people who listen to this podcast, uh, let me know. So at least I'm not alone. Weekend anyway, update, any- according to Easton. Um, also, let's say... what's Weekend the one update, with- thank you. What's the one with Amy Schumer and LeBron James? That one is great, too. Bill Hader, ah. love Bill Hader. 
Great headline. I just think it's it's kind of it's like in a weird way it gives me the warm and fuzzies. You know, train it's a feel good story. Movie. Easton is just an encyclopedia of all knowledge. It was called Trainwreck, the movie with Amy Schumer. Um, Jared, how do you feel about it? The secret relationship for a year. Yeah, whatever. I'm indifferent about it. I like it. Sure. I don't. I, what I what I don't get is just the overall fanfare. People are like, "Holy sh! This is the coolest thing ever." I'm more invested in Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian than I am Bill Hader and Anna Kendrick. Maybe that says more about me. But um, you want to know? I feel the same though. I feel the same as Jared on that. Yeah, I'm way more fascinated with that. So, so my brother is a big like rap and hip hop fan. He loves Kanye West. And on our way up skiing today, he was like, "Have you heard the new Kanye song?" It's like, "No, I haven't." And he he's he's like, Kanye West talks about beating Pete Davidson's ass in his new song, and it's hilarious. -uh. Yes, it's so funny. Wait, what's so, it called? I want to listen to it. I honestly have no idea. It was a Kanye horrible song in my is opinion. But... Losing it. I mean, he's lost it for a while, but holy, can't that be a threat? Like, can't isn't that constituted as a threat if you're threatening? I guess maybe it could be art. I don't really know. Kanye would <laughs> never beat Pete Davidson's ass. Isn't Kanye no. like sixty years old now? Anyways, there's no way. <laughs> I I yeah, the whole Kim Kardashian Pete Davidson thing is pretty funny to me. Pete Davidson, man, good for him. He's just he's living living life. He's living there was a to meme the out there. There was a meme of Pete Davidson holding Jason Momoa's hand. And they're as if like now he's dating Jason Momoa now oh that Momoa is single. And they're like, Pete Davidson's a savage. <laughs> the guy gets all everybody. The beautiful people. I know. It's so crazy. He doesn't stop. Um, I did want to talk about something. It's not necessarily a hot topic, but it's an article that I came across uh, when I was reading, you know, Cosmo as I do. I don't. But I saw this because I was Googling research for the podcast. And it's this is what dating will look like in 2022. This is an article from Cosmopolitan. It talks about. And the subject is all the love, sex, and relationship trends to look out for this year in 2022. Okay. Would you guys like to hear some of the uh, Please, trends intrigued. that are going to be happening Enlighten in 2022? And I'm whether you intrigued. guys agree with these? So they spoke to experts from uh, from apps like Hinge, Bumble, and this third one. I have no idea what it is. Happening? Happening? Do you know what this is? H-A-P-P-N? Anybody? Hey, we're on we're old. We're on we relationships here. No, I yeah. think it means that we're just off the market is really all it means. Okay. <laughs> I, which means we're pretty much old. old. Um, so this is a cheat sheet, uh, cheat sheet to help us prepare for uh, all these trends in 2022. The first one okay. is called outer course. Oh. So obviously we've all heard of intercourse. Now it's time to acquaint ourselves with the not so distant cousin, as they call it, outer course, which is Amazing. forecasted. Uh, it's apparently a term for forms of non-penetrative sex, including massages, dry humping. Uh, here's one. Hey, listen, we talk about everything here on Help I Suck at Dating. Mutual masturbation. Mm. and a whole host of other fun and maybe a little naughty activities. Okay. Uh, by exploring forms of sex outside of penetration, you're inviting yourself and your any partner you have to get creative and delve into the wide spectrum of sexual experimentation, which lies beyond waiting to be discovered. What are our thoughts about outer course? Is this going to be a thing that takes off this year? <laughs> Isn't it already? I'm shocked right now. I can't get over the fact that you guys should... Wait, did you just say that... A form of sex is massage. Well, they're new, saying a new room massage. <laughs> yeah, they're what? saying. Wait, what? I know. <laughs> well, I mean, listen, I've been to Asia a few times. Okay, no, I'm just kidding. 
<laughs> They're saying that apparently this outer course is going to be a, a trend that takes off in 2022, which this out, outer course is all forms of non-penetrative sex, including massages. So, yeah, cor- according to Cosmopolitan, they're saying a massage can be sexual. Listen, I, well, I mean, it definitely can be sexual. I was a kid once. Yeah. I've, I've, I've had a, <laughs> an OTPHJ or two in my lifetime. I've always, you know, I... A I, what? I, an OTPHJ? Don't tell me you don't know what an OTPHJ over, is. Oh, over the pants. Oh, over the pants. Ah, oh, okay. okay, okay. I had to over put it together. Over the pants, hand... Uh, yes, hand... <laughs> you know Easton goes, hell yeah. Hell yes. <laughs> Hello, um, what's it called? Pocket pool? <laughs> pocket pool. No, not, you're not giving yourself an OP, OTPHJ. No, your partner well, a girl is. girl could do that, right? Yes, but you. But pocket pool is when you are playing pool <laughs> oh, yourself. It's like a solo game. Um, so I'm all for the outer course movement. I, I'm not a fan of the mutual masturbation thing. That That's kind of where I draw the line. But everything else, whatever you got to do to like keep the steam and the ex, uh, the you know the, the heat alive, I'm all for it. Why not? Yeah, it can like be a little spice up. I mean, you're you're in quarantine at some places like up here in Ontario, we're locked down. So it's like stuff, you know, you're you don't want stuff to get repetitive. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I just it's it's hard for me to imagine the mutual masturbation thing. That's like where my brain keeps going towards it. would. It, I mean, like, I guess it would be cool. Um <laughs> Do you guys want to like hop in and save me real quick? Because I'm just going to keep nah, saying really. Uh, we're just going to let you go on that one, my friend. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, it could be cool, I guess. Uh, if you're like, if the mood is right and you're both just like, yeah, you know what? Like, why not? Let's just see what happens. Um, anyway. No, keep going, bro. What else do you think <laughs> anyways, about this topic? Uh, uh, that's it. That's all I got. It could honestly bring like, we said, like a little bit of spark back because if you've been in a relationship for a while and you go, like, I don't want to say you go back to like, hjs or whatever like that could like reignite that like oh when we first started like when we were first married or first dating like type of you know yeah. what i'm saying i, I agree like it, it could be like a spark thing yeah i also think i've been i've been steadfast in thinking this for a long time i've even been on record on this podcast on saying it i think just regular good old hjs are so vastly underrated because think about it <laughs> think about it as a young kid the, a, a young man growing up, you know, through the ranks, whatever, um, you get yourself to climax most often with a hand. It might be yours, but that way, like when you go and get hot and heavy with a girl, guys are always talking about how HJs aren't exciting or fun, but they're pretty great because that's just like what you're most used to up to a certain point. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, they're a good time, bro. It. Well, a lot, a lot of nostalgia, <laughs> familiarity, comfort. I'm I'm one beer in, and I'm already talking about getting HJs as a child. So this is going really well. Oh, no. <laughs> Get this guy a shot. Um, Where's the tequila? Yeah, no. Where is that tequila? We need it. So the next one. So it's called consciously single, and the first sentence says that this is a riff on conscious uncoupling. Do we know what conscious uncoupling is? Because Cosmo seems to think that we should know what this is. Isn't I don't know like, what it is. What, I think, um, didn't it? A celebrity couple did that. Was it Gwyneth Paltrow? It was Gwyneth Paltrow. Good so I think, I think it's just like the, the like fancy term on like, we broke up, but it's like, mm. we con- we mutually consciously uncouple. It's like the right. fancy. We're so, so mature. Mature. Yeah. 10 points for Gryffindor, uh, for <laughs> Angela, because yes, very good job. So it's a term that's used... Uh, to refer to a relatively relatively amicable marital divorce. 
It was created by Catherine Woodward Thomas in 2009 as a five-step process to support the conscious completion of an intimate relationship, and it was popularized by Gwyneth Paltrow in 2014. So yeah, Gwyneth did it. So anyway, this is not conscious uncoupling. This is consciously single, um, which apparently is going to be a big thing in 2022, according to Bumble. Uh, it's a trend that is all about embracing the perks of not having a so, a so. Do we know what an other. so is? <laughs> Significant huh? other. Oh Jesus! I'm so old. This is so pathetic. Unbelievable. Okay. Thank you. I mean, because so, it's so said... embarrassed for you. Oh, did you know what that was? <laughs> yeah, of course. Oh, Listen, God. I'm just. Try- I'm just trying to get some pressure off of me. I was just talking about hand jobs for five minutes, so I, I need some pressure <laughs> off of me. Between HJs and SOs. <laughs> Dude, I'm not, I got to get used to the dating trends like back in 2019. Holy crap, I'm not caught up to 2022. Anyway, this is consciously single. This is all about embracing the perks of not having a significant other and being more intentionally intentional with where you place your romantic energy. Uh so Bumble said that the pandemic has made half of us, apparently 53%, according to a survey, realize that it's actually okay to be alone for a while. Looking ahead, people are consciously making a decision to be single. What are our thoughts on this? Like, are people going to say, hey, I'm not looking for a relationship anymore. I don't want a significant other. I just well, want to be single. Is that going to take off even further this year? Before we answer this question, I want to ask Angela a, a, a pre-question. Uh, because you were single for the first half of the pandemic, and now you're in a relationship for the second half, whatever whatever the timeline is, right? Yeah, yeah. So which of the two experiences have you preferred? I mean, obviously, you're going to say the relationship one. <laughs> yeah, like, hopefully your honest, boyfriend's but, not like, listening. <laughs> but, like, let's say, how much better... Well, you be- know, I do got my earpods in. <laughs> <laughs> how much better is it, it with... Or, like, I don't know, like, just can you, like, go over the differences between the two of them for you, like, in your own opinion? Yeah, for sure. In the first half of the pandemic, yeah, I, d- I was single and it was, I, you know, it was stupid, honestly, because d- trying to date during a pandemic was just in, like just impossible. But then when you were like when it was OK to go on dates and stuff, it was like it's so awkward. You're meeting this person for like the first time in real life and you have like a mask on your face. And it's just like, did you check your temperature? Like, you know, it's just it adds an extra layer of awkwardness to dating. Mm-hmm. Um, and then. I would say obviously for the second half, but yeah, I'm in a relationship. I like that a lot better for obvious reasons, but like I'm an extrovert. And so I don't, I don't need a lot of alone time. I like to be around people and I like to be doing stuff. So it's, it's more fun if like, you know, we're on lockdown right now to be stuck in the house, you know, with somebody you can play games, you can watch, you know, it's more fun to watch movies together. You can just laugh, like whatever. It's Mm -hmm. so much better, but that's just me personally. I know a lot of people like their alone time, but then some of my friends were like, after a while, I started to go crazy because they were by themselves. Do you ever because it seems like you guys moved in very quickly after leaving the show together, right? And not knocking because that's basically exactly what Caitlin and I did anyways, too. Yes. Um, do you ever find yourself like adjusting uh, differently than you expected yourself to? Not really, honestly, because a I just feel especially like in Toronto, just as the city, I felt like I've been here a bunch of times before and I really loved it. And it just seems like I transitioned really easily. And then as far as like living with somebody, mm-hmm. um, no, and it's really weird because I've, I lived by myself for like seven years, I think. And so I was mm-hmm. nervous that I was going to be like 
okay, this bothers me. Like I have my things certain ways. And I mean, of course there's like little habits here and there. Like he never closes the cabinet doors and I'm just like, oh, but that, those are the tiny things, you know, <laughs> those are just tiny things. But honestly, it's, it's really been like kind of seamless. Like there hasn't, hasn't been one big thing that I'm like, oh my God, I wish I still lived by myself. I haven't thought that. Okay. So that's a good I sign. That's a yeah, great sign. Definitely. Definitely. I appreciate that answer. Um, Jared, what was your question? And I totally forgot. I don't, uh, I don't oh, know. But that consciously is single. Consciously single. That's right. That's what it was. I think consciously right. single is a good thing. I like, I think I did that for maybe like six months, maybe a little longer than that. And I felt like I grew more in those six months than I had ever grown over any period of time in the, in the rest of my life. So I think it's always a good thing. Helps you prioritize yourself and only yourself. And it like allows you to figure out what you like and don't like. I just think there's something so special about like waking up in the morning and the only person you have to worry about is you. And by doing that, then like you're able to identify the things that make you happy and the things that you want, you know? So I think everyone should go through that at some point or another, like the serial relationship people. Um, I like kind of, you know, feel bad for because it's like, you don't really have a true identity of yourself because you've always been with someone else. That's, I don't yeah. know, maybe it's a little extreme, but. I feel like people were also like saying they were like consciously single without the term. Like, I feel like when you were reading that, Jared, I feel like for a while I've been like, oh, like I've done that before. Like, you know, I'm just going to make sure like I'm doing me, like I'm going to whatever, but I didn't call it like, oh, I'm consciously single. So I feel right. like people have been saying like, I don't need no man you know, for a while, but now there's just like a term for it. It's because you're not a pompous douchebag, only a pompous. Yeah. Let's say, say welcome I'm to 2022, Angela. I'm consciously single. <laughs> so what's your relationship status? Oh, well, I'm consciously single. Oh, okay, great. Well, I never want to talk to you again. You loser. Like, <laughs> what the f does that mean? Actually, you know you know what's a good question that we should find out? Well, are either one of you kind of uh, on Facebook or like interactive on Facebook? No, not in a okay. long time. My question is, because there's all these new dating terms and consciously single or consciously uncoupling, so on and so forth. I wonder if, you know how the, you had your dating, um, you know, you'd say single, married, whatever. Mm -hmm. Your relationship your, status. Yeah relationship yeah. status do yeah. you think that it's still just those or do you think there's all these new turns for relationship status i wonder if we question. should find this out i, I feel like they should new. just take it off <laughs> completely. yeah there's too many options it's also It'd changed like so much like facebook back in the day was basically like a way for you to find out who on your college campus was like in a relationship or single now it's like so different you know thousand percent you know yeah i've been on facebook in like 10 years do you know how right. many times I went on Facebook and would just check out if somebody was like, I would never have the balls to go up to somebody and actually introduce myself and try to talk to them. So instead, I would just go back to my house, open up my computer and go on Facebook and see if what their relationship status was. So pathetic. Yeah. And now, I mean, obviously, we don't do that anymore. But if you wanted to do that, you would just go on their Instagram page, page and see if they posted with a partner at any point. It's mm -hmm. like the same thing, I, I guess, to a degree. Yeah. Yeah, I know. A little bit. You got to be Instagram official these days. All right, we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back uh, with one more term and then an email. Uh, and then this podcast will be over. We're going to take a quick break. You'll know real when you get it. It will say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all. Jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, well, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. 
They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts, but not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes... I guess identify the life that I want and and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune into what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already yeah. see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh, great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, welcome back to Help I Suck at Dating and our good friend, well, excuse me, Hana. I always assume it was Easton. Hana, our wonderful producer, uh, gave us the Facebook options of a relationship. Angela, do you want to read through them? Sure, there's a lot. Get ready, buckle up. Single, in a relationship, engaged, married, in a civil union, in a domestic partnership, in an open relationship. It's complicated. And also separated, divorced, and widowed. Oh. All right, let's let's three. let's break this down for a second. What is the difference? I'm actually curious because I don't know what's the difference between being in a civil union and a domestic partnership. Well, as someone that's in both currently, I'll tell you exactly what the difference is. Uh, Great, uh, can't wait. <laughs> I'm just I'm just kidding. I have no idea. Uh, wait, wait, can you be in both at the same time? <laughs> I would say a civil union maybe is a little more paperwork. A domestic partnership is like when you live with someone for over seven years. You are domestic partners. That's my interpretation of it, but Why I'm probably wrong. Years? Also, I couldn't imagine like you remember like number. there were certain people that you knew from like high school or college or whatever that would 
Like they're in a relationship and the next day they go straight to Facebook and update their status. And then they break up two months later. And the first thing they do is update their Instagram or I'm sorry, their Facebook status. And it's just like, that stuff is so crazy. Like who, like your, your wife dies and then a day later you switch it to widowed. Like how horrible. Yeah. Like, like why are you thinking about that? It just right seems that so moment. awful to me. I don't know. Yeah. I would just say, I think we should get rid of that altogether in my yeah. opinion. I agree. I agree. Nah, I actually dude, can't believe not... it's still up there, though. Why doesn't Instagram have one then? Yeah, it's probably coming. It's probably no. on its way. Really? A thousand percent. I mean, but like Dean said, you can also go on Instagram. I mean, we all know that if you don't post a picture of your significant other on Instagram, something shady's going on. <laughs> right. That's like why Instagram official is a, is a thing. Mm, yeah. That's true. That's true. It's, Instagram it's, official. Right. Right. It's no, nothing's ever that serious until you're Instagram official with someone. How did we get down this road? God, <laughs> society is just doomed. So, all right, the difference between a, the, a, a domestic partnership is a legal relationship between two individuals who live together and share a common domestic life but are not married. A civil union is a legally recognized union with rights similar to those of marriage created originally for same-sex couples in jurisdictions where they are not legally allowed to marry. So maybe that's... The biggest difference? I really don't know. It says it's similar to a domestic partnership in some ways. Mm. I'm not sure, honestly, but I, I was just curious because I was like, oh, I always guess that was just the same thing, just different turns. But the more you know, uh, open relationship, it's complicated. I would love, 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 love to get somebody on this podcast who has a Facebook relationship status of it's complicated. I want that story. Yeah. I need do that both story. people have the it's complicated or does only like one have the it's complicated right. one as like single or something? Well, I really love her a lot, but she doesn't know I exist. So it's pretty complicated. <laughs> you know? Oh my God. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's what pretty is, good. So, well, I, let me ask you this guys before we move on. I just have a question. What are your guys' current Facebook statuses? It's gotta be married. One. I don't have Facebook. Did I change Jared, it? Hold on. Have you changed yours to married? <laughs> I have no idea. I'm going to look at mine because mine definitely is. Well, I wouldn't say definitely, but if it's on my page, which I doubt it is, it would say single is my guess. Wait, so you can get rid of it from your page? I may have done that a while ago, too. Hold on. Stand by. Stand by. <laughs> How do I even see it? How do? Where is it still a thing? I guess it is. It has to be. Oh, it says I'm interested in women. That's good. Is it under uh, settings? Oh, it says I'm in a relationship, but I am. But it says I'm only the one able to see it. And honestly, I have no idea when I ever would have updated it to be in a relationship. And you know what's funny? Hmm. So it says you're in a relationship, but don't tell Kaylin that was probably from a previous relationship, and you never that's changed a, it. A, that's exactly what I was thinking. It so according is. to Facebook, you're still oh, with your no. ex from like nine years uh, ago. Nine years ago. I think I made it to in a relationship just to keep the girls at, away. You know, I didn't want anyone like hitting me up or sliding my DMs. So that's why I was like, yeah, yeah. Did no, I slide I, in I, Facebook DMs. I don't know. Probably. Is there Facebook DMs? Yeah, the oh, messenger yeah. thing. Even I know that one. There are definitely Facebook DMs. Um, because oh, I have my co-ed softball group chat in there, and it's it's fantastic. Oh. Jared, you have two <laughs> Facebooks. Which one do I? Uh, which one do I friend request? You're like a Dean creeping right now. I love this. <laughs> one. Well, one of them is like my public page that I created, oh. and then the other one is just like my personal one that is. There's a there's a Jared Haven with two R's and Jared. This is a this is a definitely a fake account. That's crazy. Uh oh, somebody's trying to be me. Dude, you look good in your profile picture. I got to hand it to you. Which one? The one where it's like a headshot of you. You're wearing a gray t-shirt. 
Oh, one of my favorite, dude. I I I love that. The photo. I I took that. It was a photo shoot in West Warwick, Rhode Island. It went fantastic. Great day. They did a great yeah. job. You have. I remember it, uh, vividly. You've got Rhode Island College and Warwick Veterans High School on your education, but you don't have your new bachelor's degree on there. Oh, I gotta update that. Let people let the people know I have my bachelor's degree finally after twelve years hard of college. For that. I did. I did work hard for that. Uh all right, before we get going, let's do one email um, with Angela. So uh, anybody out in the universe, producers, uh, Easton, if you're still there, Hannah, Anyone if you're the still there. I'm here. I'm here. I can help. Uh, all right, let's do, here's an email. This is from Lily. Uh, do you guys agree that one person in a relationship always loves the other person more? He's frozen. Easton, you Wait, froze, froze a little bit there. Do you mind repeating yourself? He's frozen and he's like, oh, look how cute. Look how cute he is. I know. It's quite adorable. All right. I'll, I'll finish up. So let me read it. This is from Lily. Do you guys agree that one person in a relationship always loves the other person? Who would you say in your respective relationships loves more or less? How does this affect the dynamic of your relationships? And do you think that is something to watch out for in new relationships? So Angela, I ask you, first of all, Mm -hmm. have you told, have you and your boyfriend said, I love each other? And two, if that's the case, do you feel that he loves you more than you love him or is it equal? Ooh, yes, we've told each other that we love each other. Oh. I don't, I don't think, I honestly think it just, I think the real honest answer is I think it depends on the day. Like some days, like I might love him more than he loves me and other days he might love me more than I love him. I think it just depends on the day, actually. I don't think I can sit here and just in like, say one versus the other but i also feel like that's probably healthy for it to kind of just be like oh like whatever day it is 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 what one person is feeling because i feel like if one person loves somebody more especially a lot more then i feel like that could be a problem because then i feel like maybe you're not getting as much love as you would deserve from somebody else who would love you the same you know what Mm -hmm. i mean yeah that's a good answer jared what do you think between you and ashley uh, I would. <laughs> it's so hard because yeah, if I, I say that I, answers. well, because if I if I say that I love her more, no one's gonna believe me because they've only seen Bachelor in Paradise. So they're like, clearly Ashley loves you more, and it's like, no, I just love differently than Ashley. Ashley is very <clears throat> forthgoing with her feelings. And just anything that's on her mind or her heart, she is saying immediately. Where I hold a lot more things closer to my chest and I express my love in different ways. I'm more in acts of service where I want to provide for Ashley and protect her and make sure she's taken care of and, and things of that nature where Ashley's just like screaming from the rooftops like, I love Jared. So <laughs> it's so sweet and endearing and I love it. Um, I would say I would agree with Angela. I think there are days where I love Ashley more than she loves me. And I would say that there are days that Ashley loves me more than I love her not that like i love her any less it's kind of weird but just it's i mean the only way you can really know what we're talking about is if you're you're in a relationship or you're in love or you're married it's like Mm -hmm. they're just you know depends on their days yeah you take one day at a time yeah all right dean you're up (laughs) uh yeah i'm up okay i uh i agree with both of you guys uh we're gonna wrap this up no i'll get to this real quick uh i would say i was gonna say at first that I love Kaylin more than she loves me. But then I liked Angela's answer. Sometimes it's different. Sometimes we love each other more, uh, depending on the day. And then I was like, well, 
that's definitely true, and I fully agree with that. But I think I love Kaylin more, and Kaylin likes likes me more. Like we both love and like each other, but I love her more, and she likes me more. If that makes any sense, that's a you better know? yeah. It's a better way of phrasing it. Um, that I don't know why I think that. That's just what my gut's telling me to say. But I probably could be wrong. Um, anyways, that's gonna do it for this week's. I don't even know how to end this this podcast because we have another episode coming up in four days. But it's gonna be basically a continuation of this episode. Maybe not a continuation per se, but. Andrew's going to stick with us for the next episode. So I guess that's really all I know. And that's all I can really share about it for now. So <laughs> great job, Dean. Great segue so, into the exit of this podcast. Well, the thing is, like, I don't know. Do you know? Can you better describe what's happening this week? Yes. What I can tell you right now is Dean is finally on his second beer. I was and it say, is Dean's kicking two in a beers little bit. In. <laughs> I'm a beer and a half deep, baby. <laughs> yeah. Hell yes. Uh, and uh, so that will do it for this week's episode of Help I Suck at Dating. We do have another episode coming out very shortly, so stay tuned for that. Angela, you are wonderful, and you are a pleasure to have this podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for Cosmopolitan for writing dating trends. Uh, and then we should get to more dating trends. There are some curious ones on there. Maybe we could do it next episode. But until then, uh, hopefully, you know, we all just suck a little less. Thanks for having me. Follow Help by Suck at Dating on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. It's time to celebrate Black History Month at the Walmart Black and Unlimited Clock. On Thursday, February 29th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., you can celebrate an extra day of Black History Month with Walmart. This event is free and open to the public at two locations, Flatiron Plaza in New York City in Ovation Hollywood in Los Angeles. With giveaways dropping every hour on the hour, it's the perfect time to try, like, and share black-led products. It's free, it's for everyone, and it's your chance to see how you can level up your daily routine with black-led products that are creating a new world of choices at Walmart. Trust, you don't want to miss it. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than a name. It's a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. Let the Boricua spirit welcome you with a warm embrace to start each day and remind you why you travel in the first place. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. With nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, there's always new places to explore. The island's diverse geography offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches. There are spots that are perfect for water sports. You can surf, snorkel, paddleboard, or go diving. To travel to Puerto Rico, there is no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.